So, what do I know about the harp? It's a power source, a generator for Moss's spaceship, probably. Even when it's insulated, it steals power from every object around. And when it's not insulated... Dad, for fucking God's sakes, what do you want me to do? It steals power from people. And that's the part I know backwards and forwards, because I've felt it hurt me. I know all the different levels of hurt it can dish out. Should we rush her? We might break the harp. I know ten seconds of unprotected exposure from a distance puts you down for an hour. Dak, if this has something to do with the Sierra letter, you better tell me right now. I know twenty seconds of exposure puts you down overnight. Like when Matt and me tested the Lloyd suits the first time. Patty, I have a shot. Do I take it? Shit! I know a full cycle of unprotected exposure makes you an apathetic zombie that'll lie on the ground till it starves. Hang on, no shot! Give me a second. And I know when you pick it up and carry it around, it goes off. Okay, next person with a clear shot. What, Patty? Or at least I hope I know that, because it sure is taking its time. Uh, I I got her. Patty! Take the shot. Wait, no, shit, grab suits or... No, everybody fall back. Fall back where? Object E, the engine room. She's good. Patty's good. Not run for the elevator. Run for the engine room. The insulated engine room. The one place safe from the heart. It would be a damn good idea. Get to the... Get to the... If there was enough time. Matt, sealed in a Lloyd suit like me, runs out onto the floor just in time to see them dropping like bowling pins. The back! The back! Okay, I'm holding it open. Close it faster, they're dead! I'm doing it! Sealed. Should be losing power any second. Jesus, okay. Can you tell me the plan now? Tor Labs presents Steal the Stars by Mac Rogers. Produced by Gideon Media. Episode 11. Checkpoints. Two minutes later, I'm dragging Moss's body toward the fissure. He'll definitely fit through. I was on one end when we brought him out for hologram filming. He'll fit. Moss's body is kind of magically slender, like it tricks you. You get so used to looking at him head on, then you turn him to the side and it's like he half disappears. Okay. Um, turning him sideways. I got him. Careful not to scrape the moss off. Is that still a concern? They might want to study that, too. Who is they? Shit, power's back. I gotta make some calls. Some calls? Get Moss in the box. Hi, Lauren. Don't freak out. We had an unscheduled power-up, but it's under control. This is just a heads-up that me and one of my team will be bringing a turn-down box through checkpoints and we'll be wearing Lloyd suits, okay? See you in a sec. Chief out. You got him? Yeah, just a minute more. Chief to topside security, am I getting through? Copy, Chief. Topside here. Did we just have a... Yeah, topside. Confirming we had an unscheduled power-up of the harp down here. And turn down service at the same time? Correct, topside. The circumstances are related. Copy that. I guess that makes sense. Do you need assistance? Through the fissure, I can see Matt dragging Moss through a minefield of passed-out scientists to the turndown box. Negative. We're all fine here. How's it looking out there? All normal, Except for the turndown van, of course. Where are they right now? In the parking lot, like normal. Can you have them meet us outside the front gates? You... You want them to drive back out? Yeah, just outside the front gate. Okay. I'll explain when I'm up top. Just make it happen. Will do, Chief. 
I can't get over just holding him like this. Let me get this open. Thank God for Sierra and their oversized coffins, huh? We'd never squeeze moss into a real one. Jesus, when did you... When did you come up with all this? I'll get his legs. On three. One, two, three. Oh, looks like we have to bend his knees a little. Is it okay to do that? I mean... Now the heart. You think your day can't get any worse, and then you steer a coffin on wheels through a sea of your former colleagues, lying wiped out on the floor with their eyes wide open. Can you... I can't get past those two. Can you... I got them. Jesus, they're looking at me. Are we clear? Yeah, all clear. I'm halfway to the elevators when I pass Patty and stop. What's wrong? I just need to... Patty, I... Look, the spaceship's still here. They won't close down while they still have that. And I, the way you ran things, when I was gone, they'll have to give you my spot. You're gonna be great. I know you are. Dak! Call the freight elevator. The elevator's the perfect moment for us both to separately think, Jesus Christ, this is really happening. Lose the helmet. The gnome needs to see who we are. Oh, okay. Jesus, Nomi, for real? In the middle of my second turndown service in two weeks? Matt's flipping out, and what I'm about to say will flip him out worse. I fix him with my best work-with-me glare. We should open our chest seals. What? So we can put Lauren's electrodes on in a minute. Oh my god. It's fine. Just open your chest seal. Come on, Nomi. Come on, Nomi. Jesus, what is he doing? Come on! Feels better. What? Being unsealed. Those suits are stuffy. Yeah? I was just thinking that. Way down the hall, I can see Lauren looking miserable as we approach her station. God, between what happened earlier and now a turned-down container... How do we get past her? Wait, how did you get past her on the way in? Say yes to both questions. What? It got me in, it'll get us out. Say yes. Then Lauren moves over a bit and I see someone behind her. Someone I couldn't see before. God damn it. Harrison? Let me handle it. Don't say anything. You don't have to. Please put on the apparatus and apply the electrodes to the appropriate areas. You understand the same protocol adjustment is in effect as last time, right, Lauren? Please put on the apparatus and apply the electrodes to the appropriate areas. Yep. Director Harrison? Director Prentice. Okay, I'm in the middle of turndown service. So. I thought, well, she has to come this way. I need to complete this process before any unrelated conversations. I'm doing it, Lauren. I'm putting everything on. Exciting first day in the new job, I guess. Grant Snap started running around with a harp. I had to put him down, but before I could... An unscheduled power-up, yes, I noticed. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I don't understand things now, but it's supposed to be questions first before anything else. Oh, shut up, Lauren. What? It's fine, Lauren. It's fine. I got everything on. I'm ready. Things change, Lauren. 
Get it through your head. Everyone thinks someday I'll hit a certain age when I just understand things. And when that day comes, I can just settle into a nice rut and ride it out. Just ask me the questions, Lauren. What actually happens is that you never understand things because things never stop changing. While the energy you need to change with them gets less and less every day. I'm doing furious math in my head. I gave the folks downstairs enough of a heart blast to keep them on their backs for hours. I think. But what if I'm wrong? What if Patty's crawling for the emergency phone right now? First question, Lauren. Just ask it. Or, or, next hangar shifts, not for an hour. But what if someone shows up early? That's what the harp is, Lauren. The harp you grill people about a, a hundred times a day. That's what it is. Fast forward. We all end up on our backs eventually, exhausted and numb. The harp just gets us there a little faster. Director, please, may I ask my question? Yes, do it now. I'm ready. How do you know which director she was asking? Because I'm the one who answered. Go ahead, Lauren. Are you here at this facility with the intent of sabotaging or removing any materials or personnel on site? Yes. Are you here at this facility with the intent of damaging, removing, or otherwise interfering with Moss, the Harp, or Object E? Yes. I think at some level I always knew this was coming. Assessment in process. I just never imagined how it was coming. Dakota Prentice, I helped you do it. I gave you the whole week you needed to make it happen. Dakota Prentice, you are clear to depart Quill Marine. It's funny, isn't it? She should be saying that to me. Come on, get these on. Or you should. Director, you will be cleared to depart after we conduct a thorough debrief in your office at end of day. But right now, I'm carrying out the most solemn duty a soldier ever enacts, and I'm asking you respectfully not to impede me in doing so. Are you here at this facility? You know what, Dak? Take your time. Excuse me? Finish your turndown service. Stroll the grounds. Enjoy the sunshine. I'll take care of everything at this end. And he's, he's, he's walking toward the elevator. Wait, Director, where are you going? The hangar. Where else? No, you're not. What are you talking about? They've just been through turndown service and an unscheduled power-up. I'm sure they need all the help they can get. I flash my eyes at Matt. Stay cool. I got this. Support for this podcast comes from the IT experts at CDW, people who get it. At CDW, we get the future workplace works differently. Today's my first day back. Almost forgot what floor we were on. Understandable. But with modern health and safety technology orchestrated by CDW, the future can work better. Technology like thermal screening and occupancy tracking enables employees to walk confidently into the office. Wait, this isn't my floor. Is this even my building? Even if it's been a while. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash future of work. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm. Here with good news and even better news. The good news? State Farm has new lower car insurance rates. The even better news? That means you can now get the service and convenience of a local State Farm agent at surprisingly great rates. State Farm can help you save more cash and get the good neighbor service you deserve. Just talk to your local State Farm agent or visit statefarm.com to find out how much you can save on your car insurance. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
I catch up with Harrison just as he pushes the elevator button. Director? You've got your solemn duty, I've got mine. Director, stop. They need leadership down there. In your temporary absence, I'll provide it. You are not going down there, sir. That is final. You think I'm going to spend my last day up in my office doing what exactly? Packing a box? Waiting for me to do a full debrief. That's what you're doing today. I intend to spend my final moments in this position in the trenches with my colleagues. That's not how this works, sir. This isn't your retirement party. You know how long I've been here? And in the service before that. What do I do tomorrow? I can take you down to say goodbye to everyone after the... I want to be useful, Dak. On my last day... My last day... I want to do something that at least resembles contribution. And he's about to walk into the elevator, which pretty much only leaves the nuclear option. You know what, Mike? Your chance to contribute happened back when you first decided whether or not to drink at work. I've never called him his first name before. It's like I can hear the air hissing out of him. So what you're going to do right now, Mike, is you're going to go back to your office and start prepping for a top-to-bottom debrief. What you're not going to do is get in the way of professionals in a crisis situation because you're looking for some half-assed victory lap. Now step back from that elevator. I'll, I'll come and see you in about half an hour, okay? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Whatever that just did to him, whatever it just did to me, I stuff it in my pocket and run back to catch up with Matt. Which is when I see Susan, one of the Object E-geeks, breathing into Rosh's machine at his checkpoint. She's a goddamn hour early for her shift. Me and Matt pass the early bird between the two checkpoints. Oh god, another turndown? Welcome back anyway, Dak. Yeah. Place your chin here. Please do not blink. Yeah. I have never in my life been more grateful for how the turndown box kills Rosh's sense of humor. Be ready, Salem. You're up next. I'm very disappointed in you, Dak. What? What are you talking about? You blinked. I'll have to run it again. Are you kidding me? Dak? Sorry, Rosh. It's all good. You're doing your job. It's just, you know, second turn down service in a month. Yeah, yeah, you know, there are points that I'm Just run it again. Li- I'm all set. Come on, Rosh. I'm a crazy person you don't recognize. How did I get in? Ah, yes, a person I don't recognize. Susan's down the hall answering Lauren's questions right now, which means she's like two minutes from riding the elevator down to Hangar 11 and walking into total chaos. Did I say don't recognize I meant... You're up. Come on. I'm a stranger, Rosh. What are you going to do about it? Truly, it is a better day for strangers. Why did you make the park outside? Because we want to be on the other side of that gate when they see us throw the turndown guys out of the van. Parker, are you there? Yeah, Chief. Get the gates up. We got turned down. Hurry. Okay, but why hurry? I'll explain later. Hey, do we have an unscheduled power-up? Just get them open. Can we go faster or will that get the harp going? I don't know. Go faster anyway. We're like 30 yards from the gate and closing. Jesus, I think we're going to pull this off. Oh, my God. Parker, why is the gate closing? I'm sorry, Dak. It's locked down. Keep the fucking gate open. Faster. Faster. Wait, Dak. Dak, do you hear that? Just keep going. 
We're setting off the harp. Stop closing it, Parker. I have to. It's locked down. Just like that. Just like they're supposed to. A whole squad of my topside perimeter guys are fanning out between the turndown van and the road. Keep it tight, guys. Don't fire till I say. So what else can I do? I make the call. Helmets. What? Helmets, both of us. Then we seal each other's suits. You mean we're gonna it's use all the- It's all we've got. Prentice and Salem, look at me so I know you're hearing me. I'll do you first. Fast, fast. Jackie, please, take off that helmet so I know you hear me. Past Matt, I can see the gate robbed of power. Stop closing. Okay, hold still. I'm gonna do yours. Okay, that's it. Both of you lie face down with your hands on your heads. Do it now. Open it up. The turndown box. Open it. As I reach into the box and yank out the insulated heart bag, I glance up at the top side team and see a man in civilian clothes standing between us and them. Must have parked just before we got here. Is that Lloyd? He's staring past me straight into the turndown box. He's looking straight at Moss. We will open fire if you do not immediately lie face down with your hands on your heads. I shake my head, put Lloyd out of my mind, reach down, and unseal the bag. You have five seconds. Five, four, three. And down they all go. Close it. They're down. Close it. A few seconds more, we get them down for a while. We don't want to kill them. I know what I'm doing. Dad, okay. I seal the bag and throw it back in the turndown box. Come on, get it through the gate. Let's go. I'll get the door open. We have to lift it in. Right, but Dak, let's go! On a three count. Ready? One, two, three! Key still in? Yeah, but Dak... Then go! Dak! Go! The harp! Dak! Cars use electricity. We have to wait for it to power down. Fuck! Everybody's down. They're all down. We've got time. We can wait. I look out the passenger side window at Lloyd on the ground. One sec. Dak? It's okay. Like you said, everyone's down. I run to Lloyd, kneel next to him. Looks like I figured the heart blast right. He's tired but not wiped out. He's at least got enough juice left in him to say whatever he's trying to say. I put my ear as close as I can. Take me too. Dak! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Within ten minutes, we've transferred the turndown box with Moss and the harp inside over to the van I stole from the airport, which doesn't have a Sierra transponder in it. Holy shit. Holy shit, I can't believe that all just happened. We just need to put some miles between us before everybody wakes up. Miles to where? Where are we going? Jesus Christ, is that the fucking harp? Pull over, get off the road. We're less than a mile from Quill. I think if we keep moving it, we keep setting it off. We can't keep driving a hundred yards and stopping. They'll have us in an hour. I know. I didn't think of it. Zach, all right, come on. We'll, we'll I fix... didn't think of this. Can we dump it? No, we can't dump it. I promised them. Promised who? What are we supposed to do? Steel 
Feel the Stars by Mac Rogers, starring Ashley Atkinson. Presented by Tor Labs, produced by Gideon Media. Episode 11 also features Nima Jarabchi, Rebecca Comtois, James Wetzel, Kelly Ray O'Donnell, Brian Silliman, Daryl Lathan, Nat Cassidy, and Sean Williams. Music by Linda Worsley, sound design by Bart Fassbender, directed by Jordana Williams. Next time on Steal the Stars. You are willing to die? Are you willing to make other people die? We should split up so we can get the stuff faster. Is anyone following us? No one I've spotted. But if they know where we are... I don't know what to do. It's not this fucking close. We're fugitives! What did you think this was? I'm wrapping my head around it, okay? Find somewhere safe. So, you're gonna wanna hang up. Don't.